What is up, everybody? It's Jeffrey Lyles. You are listening to Lyles Movie Files. So today I'm doing something a little bit different. You guys know from the website that I am a super huge major action figure junkie. And I kind of want to do more podcasts. So I'm going to try to incorporate action figure talk into every week. So I'm going to do a special episode every week where I'm talking about the news, the latest in action figures. And all the stuff that got me excited on that end. First off... You know, if I'm going to do my rankings of figure lines that I'm most excited about, I think right now it is Hasbro's G.I. Joe Classified series. The Hasbro team just did a Yojo Fan Fest Friday, and they revealed Barbecue, Breaker, uh, Classic, Real American Hero, Vintage, Roadblock, and a Commando Snake Eyes with Timber. These are crazy reveals. Everything looked really good. We had been seeing some news of barbecue coming down the line for a while. And actually seeing the figure was was great. I mean, the figure looked amazing. My favorite G.I. Joe series is the 1985 one. That included Flint, Lady J, Snake Eyes and his more ninja outfit, Shipwreck, Quick Kick, Barbecue, Alpine, Bazooka, Dusty, Footloose, Airtight, um, Frostbite, Toll Bridge... Um, I love that series because it was just a little something for everything. There was a specialist for every occasion. You had snow covered. You had desert activities covered. You had sea because this was the Admiral Keel Hall with the, sh- with the USS flag. Of course, I didn't get it, but that was on the list. Um, but it was just something for everybody in the series. And, you know, one of my hopes is that the classified series lasts long enough to get all of those core maybe not the vehicle guys but all of the solo figures from that way of release and that also includes the dreadnoughts river torch buzzer zaymont and tomax um yeah there's so many guys in that line so i mean they based off of the very slow trickle of figure releases like three to four in a wave it may take a while but I'm really hoping to get all those characters knocked out because I'm going to put those front and center of my G.I. Joe Classified series display. Another series that I'm really hoping that Hasbro will tackle, I didn't even think this was possible until they showed Breaker with the Ram Cycle, is the original 13 because, you know, that's where it started. I remember going into Toys R Us, RIP in the U.S., and seeing this new toy line. Because, I mean, basically the only reason I was going to Toys R Us at that point was for star wars and then i immediately was like yo these figures are the same size as star wars what are they i want them and i just gobbled up four i got scarlet then i got stalker flash and snake eyes and really because they were the most unique figures of that original set that was you know the single peg figures and i was hooked and like most kids from my age my generation that was everything the, the joes could fit in vehicles you had all this play you know there were so many joes so many cobras i never never army built though so my cobras were always like one trooper and all the specialists but that didn't matter because over the years i had enough cobras that the joes were still overwhelmed over the years i've managed to start amassing armies so with the revitalized 25th anniversary wave the 30th anniversary the poc i've got a pretty decent amount of cobra troopers crimson guardsmen bats eels you name it i don't know how far i'm going to go with classified series but 
I am getting off to a pretty good start with the Cobra Troopers. And I've got two Vipers. Hopefully we see more of those later so I can get some more. But I'm optimistic now. Uh, but yeah, but the, the thir original 13, I really want more of those guys. I want to see Flash for sure. Stalker, of course. And Rock and Roll probably would be my next one. And then Clutch. Even though I know I really want Clutch with a two-scale vamp, Model 1, of course. And I want him with that that scruffy stubble because Clutch is one of my favorite characters in the comic book. Larry Hama wrote him kind of like this sort of sleazy, very reliable Joe. He was an edgy character when shows and comics didn't really want that kind of character as a hero. Like typically he would, he would have been the kind of guy who's kind of sleazy who would not be a hero. He'd be the the source that, or the contact that the cops would go to. But G.I. Joe, he was like this Jersey guy and he had just all this attitude and it was so cool for G.I. Joe. And, you know, because these guys weren't cookie cutter. Everybody sounded the same. They all had different personalities and clutches really stood out because he was so atypical from what you'd expect from a soldier right down to the stubble. So I'm hoping we get him soon. And I want Hawk, of course, in his general Hawk attire. But there's something about that original look, you know, just a classic green with the straps, leading the Joes, because, I mean, for me, that was nine, ten issues of that team being G.I. Joe. And I was right there from the jump with G.I. Joe and the comics, so I, I, mean, I have this deep affinity for the original team. They got phased out. They weren't really that important in the cartoon series because there's so many other more colorful more colorful, more interesting looking Joes, but I definitely want those guys. In addition to, of course, the series two, because they kind of were a real supplemental group to the original 13. And there was like what, six, Covergirl, Tripwire, Gung-Ho, Doc, Snowjob, Airtight, Wild Bill, which I'm thinking is already more than six, but you get the point. They, there weren't a whole slew of 13 new Joes coming. They just kind of added on more and really filled in the gap for specialties that the original group did not have. With Rock and Roll, I want his second attire too, but I want that original one so I can pair him up with Breaker. And hopefully they mix up his beard so Breaker's doesn't look the same. I was kind of curious that they added the beard for Breaker, like the toy. And I wanted I wanted them to incorporate the bubblegum like the comic book because that was, that was his trademark. So much so they even included in that ridiculously terrible G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra. Maybe that was the one thing they did right, actually paying that homage to the comic and having Breaker chew gum. Um, but yeah, so I want all those guys in their original looks. Of course, I want Grand Slam in his silver uh, waffle pattern armor so Flash can be the standalone in the red. Yeah, I was really excited about seeing Breaker because I'm like, yo, you guys are actually going to do these guys? Then I want all the original 13. But another thing that over the, the past week that I've noticed, I, you know, there are a lot of area collectors, so I try to help them out. So I've gone to a bunch of stores and I have found a lot of major blood figures. And if you recall with the previous assaults on Cobra Island, it was a nightmare. I mean, you just had to get lucky. You had to be there when they happened to, to be there. There are different websites that were very helpful in terms of like, okay, this store hasn't been stocked. Go, go, go. It's not working now, and it's a crapshoot, but but I, I've got to give Hasbro and Target a lot of credit here because they said, we're going to do better. We're going to make sure that we have more figures of these guys available so you guys can get them. And I have been around the stores. I've seen Major Blood in like five stores. 
typically it's one or two on the pegs. I saw one that was kind of moved to the side because somebody tried to hide them. Not really well. It was just kind of like, well, let me put it here. But I've seen pictures from other areas where there were five, six, eight on a peg and there's not a shortage. So if you still want a major blood, go to Target. I mean, the website even has them where you can find your area store that has it. So they've done the job and it seems like getting these Target exclusive Joes are going to be a lot easier, which is great for everybody because, I mean, these figures are amazing and everybody should get a chance to get them if they want them. And it shouldn't be this thing of, oh man, this is an eBay exclusive line because there's never any in my stores. So it looks like they've got that solved. And that's really good because Barbecue and Breaker are definitely figures I want to have without pulling my hair out. So it looks like that shouldn't be too difficult. Knock on every piece of wood in my place. Snake Eyes and Timber is kind of like an online internet exclusive. It's available at GameStop, Best Buy, Entertainment Earth, um, Amazon. I think Amazon finally put it up. They were really slow earlier. Dorkside Toys had them up. I did pre-order. I'm excited about getting this figure because this is the original 13 version of Snake Eyes, who I'll pair up, of course, with Breaker right away. And Timber of course we'll be more with the first edition first wave snake eyes because you know that's kind of when he started hanging out with them um outside of gi joe issue 31 when Destro and firefly and wade and i'm sorry fred invaded snake eyes castle or his cabin in the high sierras awesome read that's that's one of my favorite stories of gi joe rod wiggum on the art and he was one of my absolute favorite artists period not just for gi joe so, and another thing that's been really cool, lots of people are reporting seeing Joes on the shelves all over. So, Walmarts have consistently had Flint and Lady J, Cobra Commander, on shelves so people could get them. And I don't think that's a coincidence that Flint and Lady J are part of the wave that Hasbro's really pumping out in the stores because they are two of the best figures in the line. They really have that, oh, these are the Joes, these are the characters that I had when they were yay, yay high. And they really stand up well. They're, they look like modern interpretations of that classic real American hero look. So I don't think that's an accident that this is the wave that they're trying to get out because I think they're two really good gateway figures. The Cobra Commander is cool, but, you know, he has some modern flourishes. The work for Cobra Commander, guy has all kinds of outfits. But it's not as classic as maybe some people would like. I assume we're going to get several different versions of him. Like we've had Roblox and Snake Eyes. So I don't think that's a problem. But with Flint, we don't want the Echo Warriors version. So we needed to get that first one right. And Lady J is pretty much perfect. They did her hair. So you can have her hair piece. And you can have the hat look. You can have the javelin. You can have some guns. So it works really well with them. Those two figures are, of course, two of my favorite Joes. I was really happy that Hasbro knocked them out the way they did. And more people are getting a chance to see them and get them in stores. Awesome job, Hasbro. Keep up the amazing work. I'm looking forward to seeing what else is in store for the Judge Classified series as we continue on in 2021. This was an odd week because typically there's like a million figures coming out from Hasbro's Marvel Legends line. And this week, I think the only reveal was the composite Hulk. So we get the green and red kind of merged version from that Ed McGinnis cover where Hulk and Red Hulk were fighting and combined. It's one of those deals where it's like it's I get the figure appeal to it and why people would want it. 
I was never a big Red Hulk guy. I just kind of felt like, eh, are we really going down this route with Hulk? So, I think that's cool for people that want them. I'm glad it's not something that I do want. I'm kind of curious how far we're going to get into the Hulk side of the universe because I feel like there's several characters that we still need to see in the line that we haven't quite gotten yet. So hopefully we'll see some more of those guys sooner than later. Speaking of Hulk, however, this is like a really small movie aside, but I'm really more into the whole what does this mean for a figure version. Um, so there's a new casting announcement for the She-Hulk TV series is going to be on Disney Plus, and of course, when I want to pull this up right away, I can't find it. The good place is Jamila Jamil is going to be starring in that, and she is going to be Titana or Titania, and that's great because she fills a very needed hole in the Secret Wars roster, and she's one that I was kind of like, how are they going to get this figure out? Because I still want an overhauled Wrecking Crew. We're getting a old school classic Ultron. We got a classic Kang, Doctor Doom, Kang over the years. I kind of want the Wrecking Crew to be sized down just to you know be brawlers, not these super-sized giants. It looks weird. Along those same, along those same lines, I want to size down Absorbing Man as well. And a, maybe a better lizard. I guess the one we have is okay, but I'd rather see him small. And Molecule Man. And of course, the Captain Marvel, uh, Monica Rambeau. And we're getting the Fantastic Four and the Blue and Whites. So maybe we'll get those guys soon. And maybe a She-Hulk to go with them too. So I'm thinking we're going to see some more She-Hulk figures coming down the pipe. And hopefully this casting announcement means we'll actually get a Titania in our Marvel Legends line, too, because I'm very much looking forward to her. And I think they'll do a great job with that costume. Hopefully, uh, the costume on the show isn't so drastically changed up from her outfit. Most of it's kind of covered, so I don't think it's a risque thing, but um, that may be an outfit that doesn't translate as well, as easily as I would like onto the small slash big screen. So we'll see. Another big reveal this time was the Silverhawks from Super 7. They've shown, uh, they've been teasing this for a while, and they're doing great work with their their Thundercats line. People are really excited about that. I haven't gotten any of those guys yet because they're expensive. And I'm a little bit leery of getting into figure lines where they start off at above $40 and... You know, the Silverhawks line, we've got Monstar. He clocks in at eighty four ninety nine, and my wallet is like, ugh. Marvel Legends, Star Wars, G.I. Joe, they're already going up in price from nineteen ninety nine to twenty two ninety nine, which is a weird price to me. I'm committed to those two lines, which means some other lines are going to kind of suffer. Like, I may be more inclined to have reached out and stretched and gone and check out a new line, but with everything that I'm really committed to already going up in price, it may be harder to get into a new line. So we've got Quicksilver, we've got Steelheart, Buzzsaw, and Monstar in this first wave. They look great, but ugh, man, it's so expensive. And I kind of, this is one of those deals where I wish I could see them in stores so I could be like, oh, I'm definitely down for them. It's hard to go with prototypes and kind of just see, like, eh, do I want them? Am I really invested? Because they're not cheap. But we'll see. Speaking of figure lines that are not cheap, we got the first look, which is pretty good and pretty exciting for people who are collecting WWE figures. 
but know the perils of waiting on certain licenses because some figures just don't get done because they can't get the license and can't sign so-and-so to a figure deal. So a company that I am not all that familiar with is Chella Toys. And they have kind of stepped into the partner, super terrible pun, the ring. Um, they started doing retro style figures. They've done a Bull Nakano and Fighter Habusa and Sabu that looks really cool. And now they're stepping into the six to seven inch range of figures. And they reveal their first one was Dynamite Kit. Now we've got a British Bulldog version of Davy Boy Smith. And I think that's pretty savvy, pretty smart of them to release what is probably the best option for that complimentary figure to the Davy Boy Smith British Bulldog. So we could have British Bulldogs, we could have the British Bulldogs in our WWE collection for Mattel. We just had to pay a little bit more for Dynamite Kid. Now the crazy thing was, Chella Toys posted a prototype and the sucker looked exactly like the Elite figures. And it's like, why couldn't every other line do this? Where, because there's so many other figures. Like, Figure Toy Company did, they've done a lot of figures that I would love to see in the Elite scale. But they made them in the old school Rufus Aggression style. Which, I have long since sold off all of those figures. And I really wish they were able to do it more in that Elite style. Because I would have bought so many figures based off of those style because i mean they've done like guys like shane douglas who is very essential to an ecw collection they've done new jack another guy who's core key to whatever kind of ecw thing you want and they've done a lot of the modern guys like ethan page guys who are just kind of like okay we're not seeing them in coming in down the pipeline from any line i assume ethan page will get eventually from Jazzwares with their AEW line but he's pretty low on the priority chart right now and reasonably so but yeah i mean chella toys is right away going hey we're down we want your money and this is what we're doing i think i'm more inclined to spend 45 dollars for a dynamite kid figure because he completes the british bulldogs if they start doing more figures like uh two cold scorpio sandman nikita koloff uh i'm definitely gonna go all in with them i really hope that this line holds up like they look okay compared to mattel figures they said that they're in scale with them the articulation looked very much the same so it's not a case of trying to merge the aw unrivaled figures with the elite ones i mean the unrivaled figures just look a lot better just in terms of the articulation some of the paint jobs a little off but you can see the difference between those they don't match up as seamless as you know what other toys look like they're doing right away I've been doing theme weeks on my figure reviews for June. So I started off with Marvel Legends. I'm midway through uh, the second week where I'm doing the AEW Unrival figures. I'm still really enjoying this line. I really like the articulation. I was able to do some moves like the Cody Cutter without ropes, without any stands or anything. And pull that move off pretty well. And I was just like, this is cool. 
because you cannot do that with a Mattel Elite figure. And I think Mattel's done really good work in terms of trying to go, hey, we got real competition. We need to step up. And they've said as much, which is very commendable. And it's not something of like, oh, we didn't realize we had the money to do this. They're saying, hey, we got people who are stepping up the game and we have to step up to match their quality, which is great. That's one of the things we like about competition. So they're putting in um, double jointed elbows, which is gosh so essential for wrestling figures because you know you can fit in those submission moves better the ultimates are going to have butterfly shoulders which i am very excited about trying out with figures like that hollywood hogan still in my two review pile um stone cold and rick flair in ultimate edition nine have it and going forward that's going to be the case for most of them unless they have a jacket that's great um so looking forward to seeing that but the AEW with, with Jazzwares, they have done a really good job of cranking out figures. Uh, for Double or Nothing, they had like a fan fest where they showed off a bunch of figures that are upcoming. Lots of names that were on my list of, hey, when are they going to get to so-and-so? Got crossed off. A few that were still left for Private Party, who've been around since the first episode of Dynamite. I kind of feel like they're overdue now. Brian Cage should be up there soon as well. So I can continue with my mini Lucha Underground collection. I just wish Ricochet would one time dress up as Prince Puma so I can have that. And I need, of course, a Dario Cueto figure. Maybe Charlie Soils will come through for me on that. Because, I mean, you can't have a Lucha Underground line without him, right? Right. So, that's it. Last up, Hasbro. I mean, they were doing all kinds of stuff this week. Which is why I'm sure we didn't get a lot of news on the Marvel Legends front. Because they didn't want to upstage everybody else. So they had a I Am Your Father live stream for their Star Wars. And it was funny because there was no Darth Vader and there was no Luke Skywalker figure revealed. But we did get a bunch of upgraded Rogue One figures. So we got a... And, and what they did was cool because this was right around the time that I was like, I think I'm interested in these Rogue One figures again. And I think I'm interested in a Black Series line as a whole. Because I, I checked out probably after the third wave when the Revenge of the Sith Obi-Wan Kenobi looked like trash. And then shortly after, SH Figure Arts showed their figures. And I was like, well, I don't care if I have to pay more. I want figures that look like the guys and could do stuff. And the articulation from the Black Series is just not up to par for me. Now I've like, totally abandoned Figure Arts and like, come on, what else you got coming, Hasbro? But the Rogue One figures, because this was the movie that had me really like, oh, Disney can make good Star Wars films. They were kind of all over the place. There was no kind of uniformity to the guys. Cassian was in his assault, the Empire Imperial base, blue coat, when he's like, he's in a sniper rifle. Jen had her outfit from the end of the movie. So there was not a lot of cohesiveness. To get Cassian from his main outfit, you had to get a three-pack, and it's like, I'm not doing that. Figure didn't look that great. Hasbro has since, much like they did with the Rebels figures, they've done the face printing technology, upgraded the figures so they look better. They look more like the actors and actresses and robots in this case. And we got the debut of the Bodie Rock figure. Bodie, Bodie Rock figure. That's great. There's a whole set now. We can complete the lineup. I'm kind of hoping we get a Saw Gerrera at some point because even though he wasn't really part of the crew, I kind of feel like we need him. And we also need a younger version for our Clone Wars slash Rebels version. So we need to get one so we can get the other one 
soon afterwards. They also showed a Anson Merrick figure, and he looked good, and a Galen Erso figure, who was also very important. I'm kind of hoping that we see a few more Rogue One characters, but we had to start over, basically, with the new face print, so I can get them all, and I think I'm dope definitely down for those guys like i said rogue one's one of my favorite star wars films and i'm kind of a sucker for things that i really like winding them in figure form so these look really good they also showed some new archive figures so i got a princess leia from star wars the cloth outfit face printing looks a lot better got it got an obi-wan kenobi but it's the Revenge of the Sith figure that I was that ran me off originally. And they use the same old head sculpt. They fixed it up a little, but it's still that old janky head. Which is kind of disappointing because they just released that amazing Clone Wars version. Which is perfect for Revenge of the Sith Obi-Wan. And, you know, that the whole neck thing is just bad. So I don't think it's going to be like an easy transition to switch over and use for that instead it's just a mess i just wish they had done that head sculpt so now i still have these these feelings of eh, this is an okay re-release but you guys really just need to overhaul do a better version of obi-wan and anakin from revenge of the sith so we can have the iconic looks for those characters the way they were intended and i know iconic was something that was used so so much during that live stream but in this case it is actually iconic because that was their looks for clone wars too um which was very important to star wars lore so i think we need that definitive version of them anakin and obi-wan in their revenge of the sith slash clone wars attire hopefully that's still on the list despite these latest archive re-releases They've also uh, did a Darth Revan figure for the Archive series, but most importantly to me, and which is making my wallet scream, is they've added the 501st Clone Trooper into the Archive series. That's money, because that's money going the opposite way of the way I want it. I'm going to army build the mess out of them. Those are my favorites of the Clone Troopers because um, they're blue, because they roll with Anakin, and because they were the ones that marched up the steps of the Jedi Temple to the massive slaughter of the Jedi with Anakin. Um, if you watch the Clone Wars, you know that's basically Anakin's squad anyway, so them rolling with him makes perfect sense. I was able to track down a Clone Wars Echo figure. There's some weirdness going on with the re-release of the Black Series Rex because apparently Hasbro didn't think that he was going to be popular enough to warrant all of these orders. They were running behind, so they had retailers like Dorkside slow down, stop orders, say we've sold out, so they can kind of meet some more of this demand. I need a Captain Rex figure, so I need them to work that out. Um, but yeah, I want to have like at least 10 of the 501st flanking Anakin. I think I have about 12 of the regular Stormtroopers, so... Yeah, I may need to get more of those guys too. But getting those guys out to the masses is great. So hopefully everyone who wants to can army build them with ease and won't have a huge issue trying to get more of these guys in their life. And finally, last but not least, Hasbro teased a HasLab for their Star Wars Black Series line. And they said it's not a vehicle. Which is, you know, that makes sense because we've gotten some vehicles pretty much as big as we could realistically in this scale. We've got the snow speeder, which is amazing. The sand speeder. I don't really know what else could work. I mean, I would pay it and I would not even blink or flinch at the notion of paying for a scale six inch Millennium Falcon. I'd be like, all right, whatever. How many payment plans do you need? I will pay for it. But I don't think that's in the cards. Um, 
And there are a lot of people speculating that this will be the Rancor. Now, that's interesting because I don't know where in the world I would put a Rancor. I don't know where I would put a Millennium Falcon. Maybe I'd have it hanging from the ceiling. But a Rancor would be kind of like, where am I putting this in my Return of the Jedi display? And clearly I'm going to have to need a whole new section to create a Rancor pit for him underneath Jabba's um, throne. So it would be a pretty complicated display, but I'd, I'd be up for the challenge. Um, so I'm curious to see what it is. And if it actually is going to be the Rancor, I'm not sure what else would really work in the context of a HasLab because, you know, they put a lot of effort into those deals and it's not a cheap thing. They typically tend to make expensive deals. People have speculated it could also be Yoda's, uh, his hideout, his his cabin in the woods in Dagobah. I'd be down for that too. There's not a lot in Star Wars lore, especially the original trilogy and the Clone Wars era prequels that I would be like, eh, I don't need that. So I'm probably on the hook for whatever this is. Hopefully um, they'll give us enough warning so I can actually uh, get it and pay for it without having my wife go crazy. All right, well, that's it for this one. Like I said, I'm not going to make these super long like I do the podcast with the fellas, but I wanted to do something, so I'm a little bit more regular on the podcast. I will probably be doing something wrestling-related. AW is on tonight, Friday, which is odd and kind of throwing off the whole, when could I do this? But we've also got an In Your House Sunday for NXT, which I'm not at all excited about because I just think Karrion Cross is going to keep the belt and keep this dull, boring reign of his going. So we'll see. But for now, check out the website, lylesmoviefiles.com. I've got all the pre-ordered links for the Silverhawks, the G.I. Joe figures, and the Star Wars Black figures, and some of these G.I. Joe figures that are available now, including Roblox and Snake Eyes and Timber. So thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this installment. Let me know what you think. Let me know what kind of figures you're looking for, and what kind of things you want me to talk about in the figure perspective of these podcasts. And that's it for now. This episode of Lyle's Movie Files has been filed.